And welcome to the Hometown Headlines podcast edition. John Ruckermiller at HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. Take a few minutes this morning, take a little bit longer look at what's going on and some issues in the community. We are joined right now via anchor by Aaron Hernandez, President, Chief Executive Officer of the Northwest Georgia Regional Cancer Coalition. Aaron, good morning. Good morning to you. Thank Thanks you for so having me. No, you bet. Thank you so much for joining us. You have uh, been on uh, our radio cast. You've been on earlier podcast. So now we're trying this kind of a new one here. So let's, uh, let's see how all this works today. Aaron, you uh, you have been, of course, and now in office as president since January. A lot going on, a lot going on in health, a lot going on in state government. Of course, the pandemic has uh, wreaked havoc with a lot. You guys, unfortunately, are among those caught in a budget crunch statewide. How about letting folks know what's going on and what people can do to maybe help you guys out? Sure. Well, um, we have always just, you know, enjoyed great relationships with um, our legislators, our state government, public health. Um, and this is this is no different. Um, we we are, you know, getting great feedback from them. Um, unfortunately, you know, our state is just in a really you know dire situation with revenue right now um, and it's affecting all of us. So we are certainly not um, we are not the only ones. We are not alone experiencing this. Um, so the. The, the biggest issue, I think, is for us is we have always enjoyed um, money from the tobacco settlement um, funds. Um, those are in um, perpetuity, um, and they are really not subject to a lot of, of revenue um, change. Um, with, you know, they're not affected by revenue change in the government. So, you know, that's really what we're kind of working with is making sure that we can, you know, um, retain those funds for our infrastructure just so we can kind of move forward, make sure that we're maintaining essential services um, for Northwest Georgians um, and be able to, you know, continue to grow um, as we move forward and as the economy, you know, recovers a bit. So that's kind of where we're at. We, um, people can help us by reaching out. Um, certainly our local um, legislators, Katie Dempsey, Chuck Huffsettler, Eddie Lumsden, Mitchell Scoggins, Jeff Mullis are all great supporters. Um, and I'm sure would love to hear from you. Um, and then if you have other connections um, throughout the state, certainly those are um are appreciated as well. What's interesting is, you know, this is new for everybody. Um, this is not like a traditional session. They go back in session on Monday and they have 11 days to figure out um, how to move forward beginning July 1. So um, we understand that um, the DPH budget, where our money resides, um, will be in the Senate first. Um, we'll be there for three or four days while they battle it out and then they'll send it to the House. So um, if you have Senator friends, reach out to them. That would be fantastic. Um, but in the meantime, we are going to keep, you know, working and serving Northwest Georgians and um, delivering programs and education that we know they need. Well, one thing on that, number one, you mentioned uh, going to the center first, and you have a great advocate there in Chuck Hustler, the yes. state senator from our area. Number two, let folks know, uh, you talk about tobacco settlement. I remember we did, when I arrived in Rome. back in 2000, 2002, three, I think it was back there. Um let folks know what you guys do and why this money is important. It's not, you know, we think about the Cancer Coalition. Okay, those are the folks that say don't smoke. You guys go far beyond that. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, our signature program really is our screening. Um, that is um, critical to reducing the incidence of cancer and the burden of cancer here in Northwest Georgia. So people who are um, unemployed, uninsured, underserved, do not have access to services, we provide um cancer screening, so colonoscopies, um, fit kits for colorectal cancer, um, prostate um, exams, and PSAs. 
we we help provide breast cancer screening, cervical cancer screenings, um, and we also help offset the cost of lung cancer screening. So, you know, um, people who are eligible for those, um, we uh, that's the bulk of the work we do. And of course, the other side of that is education. We do a lot of tobacco education. We probably educate over 15,000 students in Northwest Georgia every year on um, just, you know, use tobacco prevention, especially in elementary schools. Um, and in the past um, year, as you and I have talked before about vaping um, prevention, we've done a good bit of education with that in the middle of high schools, as well as vaping cessation. That's kind of uh, one of our newer programs that's really, we're finding is really important. I mean, and then we do a lot of cessation programs for adults too, um, not only individually, but through industries. So um, that's kind of the tobacco side. We know that's the most preventable cause of cancer. It's really important that we continue to tackle that um, as well as work with like the downtown ordinance and other things that, you know, prevent secondhand smoke as well. I mean, then we do also do a lot with um, breast and cervical cancer prevention and education. Um, we have, um, a whole program dedicated to that. We go into schools and we do a lot of um, HPV vaccination education with um, with parents um, and students, um, as well as working with providers on ways to talk to, to, to families um, in their offices. So um, we do a good bit. We have some survivor wellness programs. Um, we do a lot of advocacy, um, a lot of awareness. Um, we, and, you know, of course now we're, you know, learning what our community needs during this time and trying to figure out how we're going to deliver our programs better to meet the needs right now. We talk about that in particular, and anybody who looked at any kind of health recently knows our area hospitals, medical centers, et cetera, clinics are asking, reminding people. Some folks are a little bit nervous about going to the doctor right now because of all the COVID cases out there, that kind of stuff. And you're hearing more and more of the hospitals and, again, medical centers saying, please don't put aside your critical screens. I imagine y'all are in the same boat. We are. And, you know, there was a little... um, um, in screenings and those who were, you know, first of all, the, the clinics weren't doing things that weren't necessary, um, rightly so, um, but that is ramping back up. Um, we want people to understand that, you know, the clinics um, here especially are doing a really great job of, of monitoring patients that come in, cleaning down the waiting rooms. Um, now is a great time to schedule those screenings, um, get that done. Um, we know there's going to be, you know, kind of a backlog of, of that, that that we're going to need to make sure, you know, gets filled. So we are working closely with our, our partners on that. Um, and just, you know, I think this is a really good time too, for people to take stock of their health, right? I mean, we look at COVID-19 and how it affects people who maybe aren't at their healthiest and how do we prevent that from happening? So I think this is a really good time for us all to, you know, look forward to, to the things like this in the future that we may face and we want to be in our optimal health. So we are, you know, least affected. So um, that's something that we've been talking a lot about um, on social media I and mean, through our conversations with our partners. Um, and, you know, we've, we've been able to do some great things. And um, we put all of our um, school programs um, that we had um, left for the rest of the year, we put those online. We created digital learning lessons that were sent out um, to, I think, 68 middle school and high schools and about 43 elementary schools. We also do that with our HPV programming um, and some of our survivor wellness programs were delivered that way. So um, I think the best piece of advice that I have kind of learned, and I learned this from um, Dr. Voscio, as we've been talking about the um, the health um, initiative for men event in August is, you know, at some point we have to begin to return to some sort of normal. It is a new normal, but we have to get there, right? We have to move forward, but we have to figure out how to do that safely. And that can mean something different for every person, right? So um, I think it's, you know, looking at your own challenges. If you have family members that you know that might be more susceptible, you know, you may, you know, stay in a little bit longer. Um, others, you know, really need to get out and work. And I think that um, 
that that's just really good advice. You know, how can you best return to normal safely? No, good point about that. Of course, you mentioned the House yes. Initiative for Men, now women as well. Usually uh, held every August. I mean, I know it's uh, we're here in early June. Any uh, any feel on oh, that? Oh, yes. That, well, uh, we are planning that? for that. Um, and that was really kind of the... Um, the um, while we were reaching out to public health, because, you know, we always have it at the health department and kind of getting some guidance from them on what they thought, um, you know, our feelings were, you know, at a time when more people are unemployed and without insurance, these services are going to be critically important for this community. And we wanted to move forward at all possible. And we were 100% encouraged by Dr. Boccio to do that. He agreed. Um, we talked about safety measures. We talked about CDC guidelines um, and just the need as we move forward. I mean, you know, what CDC guidelines are today may look very different as of August the 1st. So we, um, no, right. Point. So we're going to continue to monitor that. Um, it may look very different. Um, we're still scheduled for August the 15th. It's a Saturday from eight to noon. It might be that we need to extend the day to spread people out and the amount of people that we see at one time. And we will continue to make those plans as we move forward. We're being very flexible. Um, we, we will probably um, utilize a variety of entrances this year rather than just one main entrance to try to keep people, you know, from waiting in lines with lots of people and try to, to spread that out a little bit. So um, we're working on that. Um, it's, um, it's definitely exciting. Um, it's a challenge, of course, but we are committed to making that happen um, if in any way possible. No, it's great. It's an incredible service. Like you said, right now, we're probably going to have even more folks than ever in need of those kind of services there. So we'll watch that on the news side here at the website as well. Aaron, right now, though, the important thing is making sure you guys have some money to stay viable beyond the, uh, the start of the new budget year. Again, one more time, how about letting folks know what they can do to help you guys to, uh, you know, keep, uh, let's go ahead and say keep the funds available. Sure. Well, you can visit our website um, at www.nwgacancer.org to see what we're all about if you're not familiar with our organization. Um, if you have any questions about upcoming programs or how you can access those programs, you can call us at 706-291-9809. If you would like specific information um, about how you can advocate with for us um, with state legislators and other leaders, um, probably the best way would be to email me directly, um, and I can, you know, point them in the right direction. And that email is E-H-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z at nwgacancer.org. So that's E. Hernandez at Northwest Georgia Cancer.org. That sounds great. Aaron, of course, we'll also have this on our website as well on the podcast edition. Aaron, as always, we thank you for your advocacy. We thank you for your dedication. We thank you for your passion as well. Not being nice there, folks. This, uh, this young lady here is one of the most dedicated when it comes to this kind of stuff, and we do need that more than ever. Aaron, as always, great job, my friend, and we will thank talk you to you Thank you so soon. much. Uh, you have you a too. great Bye-bye. day, okay? Bye-bye.